Hello, listeners. You are on the air with uh, NPR's finest, Gretchen Mills. I never established if we're using first and last names. Oh, yeah, we're gonna, neither. It exists out in the internet. Yeah, so, it's there. People yeah. can stalk us, so it's not Okay. Um, so, as said, Gretchen Mills and I, Haley McLaughlin, I... Uh, if you didn't know from the title, this is uh, Spinster and Sam, uh, or should we do Sam and Spinster? Sam and Spinster. Sam and Spinster are almost smoother. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, okay. I don't care so. who's first, but I think it rolls off the tongue. Sam and Spinster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay. Um, Gretchen, would you like to introduce yourself as the Sam? Sure. I am the Sam. Um, for those who don't what know does what does that mean <laughs> for, for those who people don't who don't read mom blogs? Um, it's funny because I was actually thinking before we started this, how do I pronounce Sam? Is it Sam or Sam? <laughs> 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 but it stands for a stay at home mom. Um, which, which there's a little bit of an asterisk with that. Yeah, because right? I do right now I actually work part time, but I'm going to be done working part time at the end of the month. Um, but I do also lead a running group um, once a week, and I'll be continuing that. So I do work very minimal still. Um, I and, feel like the yeah. running thing, like the group, like you can do group leadership, and there's nothing wrong with a stay-at-home mom earning no. some extra dollars No, and stuff. We just... Like, that's just an extracurricular. Yeah, just where we live. Is that and we're degrading to say? No. I'll um, look at you with your extracurricular activity. Yeah. <laughs> getting getting socialized. Um, your husband let you out of the house. I know, that's sometimes what I feel like. How progressive. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, so I... Childcare is just insane everywhere, so it just doesn't make sense for me to work. And probably someday when the kids are older, I will go back to work. So I don't go I would insane. like to. I yeah. feel like that, I mean, we both, a lot of our friends are like Catholics and Protestants and whatnot, and it may mm-hmm. be more present in Christian communities, but I feel like as far as millennials raising children go, there has been sort of a trend of, I'm going to be a stay-at-home parent, not for like traditional family values reasons, but just because the cost of childcare is ridiculous. Yeah. Like I, I have... For the handful of millennial parents that I know, uh, a lot of them kind of have that set up where it's like, oh, he works and I stay home mm-hmm. um, because this is ridiculous and I'm poor. Yeah, I mean, even here, so I live in the Detroit area. That's one thing I guess maybe we should say. I live in Detroit area. This is my zip code and my address. <laughs> yeah. And then I leave the doors unlocked at night. <laughs> it's a very please don't big murder area me. over here. Um, Man, I can't wait to figure out how you were murdered on my murder. Right? <laughs> I was like, I said to Troy, I was like, I probably shouldn't say any more because yeah, you can say your general. Yeah, city. I think we'd be safe. Um, and then Haley does not live here in this area. Close, oh. she lives. In I here. live in Tinseltown, Tinseltown. baby. <laughs> I live in Hollywood, city lights, city of celebrities, city of hedonism. Um, I'm your, I'm your spinster, so I'm your decrepit, witchy old woman who has foregone a life of romance and love and marriage and commitment and joy 
about with like a familial setting and it has instead to go the wayward ways of the devil and uh, I moved to LA about two years ago to pursue a career in animation which has been a roller coaster I'm sure we'll talk about that more at another time but um, I'm not I feel like again we should also have an asterisk with the word, if there's an asterisk with your title as a psalm, <laughs> even though you kind of do work a little bit, there's an asterisk with my title as a spinster, whereas it, it's like, it's not so much that I have, like, relegated to my life, like, relegated my life to, like, exceptional singletude. It's just that, like, dating's hard and frustrating, and I'd rather just, like, take a nap yeah. or something, like... It, every once in a while, I like brush like brush the cobwebs off of dating apps, and I open it up, and some guy is just like, uh, uh, "Do you want to go like to what's a trendy LA thing? You want to go get an acai bowl?" Which I didn't know that acai was pronounced that way. Oh yeah, it definitely like, is. Yeah, like I, I would see it, but mm-hmm. not hear it pronounced out loud. Yeah, and it'd be like Akea. A, 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 a sigh. Yep. Um, and I would, I would close the app, and I'd be like, I have eighty years on this earth at best. I'm not gonna spend it making small talk over acai bowls with you. That's. I think dating is also just generally very hard in LA too, because it takes you ten thousand years to get like yeah. anywhere. And when people told me when I first moved here, we're like, we measure distance and time, not miles. I'm like, oh, no. Um, I feel like we but, do that here. In time. I feel like, well, yeah, Detroit's pretty congested for yeah, the handful of times I've been there. Yeah, because I, like, work three miles away, and it takes me, like, a half hour to get there. So you can't judge it by that. But I feel like both of us have like semi I don't want this to be taken the wrong way with me being a, a stay-at-home mom but we like have reluctantly fallen into these roles <laughs> <laughs> um no I I completely understand because like I feel like the stereotype of a spinster is just like they like you know and especially kind of in contemporary millennial mentality of like choosing not to date or like foregoing like a traditional marriage thing it's there's a lot of hatred there and it's like yeah. I, I don't hate marriage I don't hate the idea of like being in a romantic relationship and being committed and I certainly don't hate stay-at-home moms and children like I love children I like to think that I love children like more than the average bear and by bearing mm-hmm. me millennial um <laughs> Like, and that's, like, everywhere I go in L.A., like, all my friends are just, like, I tell them I worked with children, and they're just, like, uh, how can you do that? Like, children are just, like, little disease factories, and they're stupid, and I don't like them, and I'm just, like, that's a human person. Like, could you chill for 30 yeah, seconds? Like- or it's, like, it's kind of like vegans or like people who do the keto <laughs> diet. Like, yeah. you like look in their direction and you don't say anything, but they'll just open their mouth and be like, I'm a vegan. <laughs> I do the keto diet. I hate children. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so true because we talked about this yesterday briefly because I am vegan, but I'd like to go by plant based because 
I mean, Gretchen's vegan. I know, exactly, because it comes off that way, and I tell people, and because I, I became, you know, quote-unquote vegan for health reasons, um, I feel like that's a suitable, when people, like, get on their high horse about it. Just like anything. When everybody's, like, on a high horse about something, you instantly hate that thing. Exactly, yeah. You're doing it for a perfectly appropriate reason. You're doing it for your own self-improved physical health, and you're not being, like, a dick about it. Yeah, because, like, I I get, like, timid. People are like, oh, you know what, you know, they ask, you know, do you have any health, not health, or, um, like, food restrictions? I'm like... Um, well, I'm gluten-free, and, uh, I don't eat (laughs) products, and they're like, what? You know, so, but... But I love bacon. Yeah, The antithesis of that, of the, of the annoying I am a vegan person is the I love bacon person. Yeah, um, sir, sir, excuse me, sir, could you... Could you sit down, please? It's not 2009 yeah, anymore, and we're not, not hyper focused on bacon. Right now, the very hyper focused food is avocados. Oh. If you could get with the time, sir. Which I'm okay with that. Avocados, yep. I'm okay with it's that. It's a good fat. It's a good fat. Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I was raised and born and raised on a farm, raised my own beef. So I'm like, definitely know that whole process. You know, I was I was looking back on our on our respective childhoods and I think you know our parents gave us a really cool gift in that like you were raised very rural and I was Mm -hmm. raised suburban and we went back and forth to each other's houses and you know I'd talk to my friends in the suburbs and be like oh yeah you know I go out to the country and I visit my cousins and they're like what (laughs) you know the uh and now definitely living in a city um, and having worked with kids who live in only an urban environment mm-hmm. and working with people who have only ever been in an urban environment, like, they have no idea what, like, a field looks like. Oh, yeah, same with my kids. Like, I go back home, like, to my hometown, and I'm like, they see, <laughs> there's, like, Amish everywhere where I grew up, and they're like, a horse and buggy. Amish. Yeah, and they're like, what? And then, you know, my mom has cattle and horses, and they're like, amazed by all that and like oh yeah they don't like see any of this where yeah, i live it, now it's very exciting yeah and to me i'm like oh just used to it get annoyed with the buggies on the road you know the horse and mm-hmm. horse and cart but uh yeah so like i doesn't sink in to like go um home for holidays and stuff I'm like oh yeah i'm raising like city children they just don't understand this stuff <laughs> <laughs> I I had a friend named Juan Pablo. Um, I well, I still Juan have a friend named Juan Pablo. Yes, I remember Juan Pablo. Um, and he he's from like suburb, uh, suburb, uh, Mexico. Very wealthy. His parents own own a tortilla factory, so you can oh, wow. imagine what kind of money he has mm-hmm. living in Mexico. And he. Uh, I had to I had to explain to him what the Amish were, and it was he he keeps bringing it up like every time I see him or talk to him he's just like, "Are you an Amish now, Kathy?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, I'm not, Juan Pablo." Um, and any time because I had to explain the concept like you know they kind of they live without. Um, certain technologies and certain mm-hmm. you know usually electricity i know there's like different types of yeah like, there's like different levels Amish or and stuff and, yeah. uh, you know of course there's the mennonites mm-hmm. um and 
just this phenomenon. We could probably do an entire episode about Amish people. I think so, too. Oh, my God. Um, uh, uh, But, oh, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime there's somebody, we'd be walking around L.A. and there'd be somebody dressed vaguely weird, which is, like, every other person. He'd just be like, Kathy, is that an Amish? And I'm like, well, no, because I don't think, I wonder what, I don't think I've ever seen an Amish person in downtown L.A. or any sort of, I don't know if they're out on the West Coast Leaders, write us and let us know. Are there Amish yeah, in your know. area? Where are you from? All Where are your Amish? Like... Where are your other secluded, vaguely cultish group members they, we think who about it, they have, have absconded to... from electricity? <laughs> yeah. I don't... I feel like Pennsylvania is like the place where they go. And it is the hot ticket place. Indiana. The of the Amish. Yeah, but Pennsylvania, for sure. But... Oh my goodness. Yeah, we had a lot of those growing up. That sounds weird, but a lot of Amish around us. We had a lot of, they kept, they kept <laughs> hiding in our crawl spaces. Yeah. They would eat the the uh, insulation in our walls. But now, <laughs> I mean, now though, like they have, some of them have cars, a lot of them have phones, you know, so it's like, it just depends on like the level that they're at or like at the At the community. end of the day, much like you know hipsters they just want to dress a certain way yeah they want to have big beards <laughs> but they still want like the modern anemones of a iphone or something yeah yeah and then i think they only go up to like eighth grade of school so that's always interesting too and then they get married and then they get married to their cousin <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they have really good discount stores, and every time we go home to Sturgis, ooh, <laughs> to Sturgis. <laughs> I think you can mention Sturgis. I think it's so, fine. too. <laughs> so every time we go home, though, they have awesome discount stores, and we go there, and we stock up on, like, cereal and, um, like, high-end, like, products, actually. They get, like, really good stuff there that you would find, like, at Whole Foods. Like, they're usually processed, but... Um, that's one thing living here in like a big city you don't get that I just need some good Amish and some processed big... foods or discount foods Dis- or both discount foods processed foods are pretty good here but the discount foods we definitely need yeah stuff's really expensive here. um but is it getting cold out yes okay so it hasn't been well today was probably like 50s um and then but we had like frost the last few mornings so it's starting starting to get pretty cold. We so I play on Ultimate Frisbee League and uh we had a game tonight and I was wearing like four layers. <laughs> Which might have been a little too much. And then my kids were like wearing, you know, just their normal clothes and like a coat, but I had like four layers on because I'm a wimp. You look over and your children have turned into popsicles. Yeah. Actually Eliana took her shoes off at one point and was walking around barefoot, so yeah. Eliana, no. I know. Please. I was like, child. She was having fun, though. But Not to, like... Should we should we talk a little bit about your two kids as they do greatly affect... Yeah. Like, the fact that you are a stay-at-home mom? Yeah, so... What what maketh the stay-at-home mom? <laughs> the mom or the child? Let's, let's oh, discuss man. and dissect. Gosh. Okay, so I have two kids. One, the oldest one is three and a half. He'll be four in December. 
And then my they sec- go to this daycare. You yep. can recognize them by this structure. Yeah. Uh, if you offer them these candies, they will come to you. They will, actually, any candy, so just have any candy. Um, <laughs> Eliana will be, she's almost two. Um, I know. And Azariah is crazy. He has lots of energy, um, like a typical boy his age. He's entering into this sneaky age, though. So two nights ago, he woke up and had gotten to some chocolate. We had hidden up like a high shelf. And then that morning, we were getting ready for school, and I thought he was just playing with toys in his room. I walk in, and he has a little cooler, like a little free cooler we got, filled with mini marshmallows. And he had a little bowl. He was just (laughs) scooping them out eating them. I was like, I don't even know where he got it. So he's like getting this like super sneaky age. And then Eliana is just all attitude and super sassy and hilarious. And it's going to come back to haunt me someday because it's going to be bad. It's going to bite me in the butt for sure. Oh, no. But uh, Azariah is a boy after my own heart. I also snuck food from my parents all the time. I think that's just the nature of being a child. Yeah. That's where basic thievery starts. I was just just getting such a sneaky kid. I was such a sneaky kid. Oh, for sure. And I know Kyle was too, my husband. And so it's just going to be bad. So, but. Um, I would so I would sneak like popsicles mm. and then I wouldn't throw the sticks away. I'd like hide them underneath the sofa seats. <laughs> hide the evidence. And there was there was also I I wasn't sneaking apples, like apples were an okay snack that I could just yeah. eat whenever I wanted. And except I would take the sticker off the apple and I would put them underneath our kitchen counter. And I remember like Walking in one day, my dad just, like, beckoning me over to the kitchen counter, and he's, like, he, like, gestured, and there's just, you know, like, 50 apple stickers, like, covering the bottom of the kitchen counter. He's, like, Haley, don't do this. What, did you have a reasoning for why you stuck them there? You're just, like, you're... Well, it was, like, it was just fun, and then after a while, it became a novelty, you know, like, (laughs) I have to keep the have to keep the dream alive, have to keep doing apple stickers. That's so funny. My biggest thing was stealing gum from my older siblings. Like, because they, you know, they got their own things at the grocery store because they were a lot older, and they always bought gum, and so I'd always steal gum from them. So, yep, that was my big thing. That was, like, my pride and joy. But I was also really sneaky with movies. I watched a lot of, like, I would sneak, like, PG-13 movies when I was 12. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of PG-13 thing. PG-13 movies? Yeah, I know. That and was, Harry Potter books? And uh, Harry Potter books. I told you about that, right? That, uh, I was the person who trafficked so, the Harry yeah. Potter books to you. So, you well, did I tell you about when I got caught? Revisionist historian? When, what? When my mom caught me. Okay, so. <gasps> no, tell me so the story. So Haley and I used to sneak um, books back and forth. Well, Harry Potter books, because my mom did not want us to wear, read Harry Potter. This is like, Well, it, it has the devil's yeah, witchcraft in it. Well, this is when it. she. It'll poison your brain. She is not this intense Hermione anymore. Hermione Granger is going to come out of the pages and drag you to hell. And <laughs> So we used to sneak them back and forth the house, our houses, and I'd hide them underneath my mattress, like in between my mattress and the box spring. And I remember one day my mom was making my bed for some reason, which she never did. So she must have suspected something. And 
I walk in, she has the book in her hand, and I just like, ugh, I was <laughs> so scared. And, but she was like totally fine. She's like, don't hide stuff. She's like, just tell me if you're going to read it. But I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. This is, <laughs> this is how it ends. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, she was like, she's totally not like that at all, like now. But I remember there was a period where she was a little, lot stricter about what we read. So... Um, I, yeah. I, I read a book one time that was pretty, I want to see if I can, like, find it, because it wasn't, like, a popular book by any means. Um, it was... Another forbidden book, or... Uh, yeah, it was by the guy who wrote, like, I think it was, like, uh... It was... Let's see, I'm trying to... I think... Oh, yeah, it was by the guy who wrote the Cirque du Freak series, which I think that got, like, a movie. Okay. Um, And it was it was pretty obliquely, like, much more, like, demon-based than Harry Potter could be. Like, it was literally called The Demonata. <laughs> um, okay. And it was, it was marketed as a young adult series, so it was, like, the hot take of, like... Uh, a man and it was it was had a very sinister book cover of like this scary demon guy looking at you and it was really it was just like horror for like young teens like all I can remember from the book was like it having like one I remember there was one evil demon guy and he was tormenting this poor like teenage boy who like they murdered his parents and like he kept having traumatizing visions and like see I don't know if I would like that though I think it was it was, I was reading it thinking I would like it because I liked kind of spooky, creepy things, okay. and as I was reading it, I was just like, this is not as good as Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, it wasn't particularly scary, like, it was more just kind of gross, and, like, he had, like, two of these henchmen, and one was, like, a bait, like, I couldn't take it seriously either, like, it was, it kept trying to be scary, but it just, like, I was like, your scariness isn't working, and I've taken enough CCD classes that I know this isn't how <laughs> <Yeah>. demons work. <laughs> so um, sure. Oh, my gosh. And, like, one of the demons was, like, an alligator with, like, manicured human hands. Wow. And I'm like, this isn't scary. See, I, was, I wouldn't and do then, well with that stuff. I'm just, like, not into creepy things like that, though. I was almost, I, I'm such a wimp. I showed this, I remember showing this book, I was, like, on vacation at the cottage, and I'd, like, finished reading it, and I was like, hey, mom, I, I was very much a dumbass as a child, and just anything bad I would do, I would feel guilty about it, and so I'd go to my parents and be like, hey, I did this bad thing, and, like, I showed them this book, and I was like, mom, dad, I read this book, and I know you told me not to, but I did, and they were like, Haley... Like it's that Catholic. Why guilt. are you like this? And they were like, "We told you not to do it." And I was like, "I know you told me not to, but, but. get this, I did." Um, I feel like there and, are worse ways for you to rebel. Yeah, like, oh man, all the time, all the time. Like, yeah, and it was, you know, I'm still like. I feel, I, I feel like it's, like, we, again, we could have, like, a whole episode mm-hmm. about it, but just, like, what, I, our parents, when they were, like, late teens, early 20s, and about to become parents, went through the satanic panic, mm-hmm. and that struck the nation in the late 80s, early yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think, you know, they had good reason to be scared of that stuff. But, like, you know, I was having, I was pondering this ponder of, like, what is satanic, what is not satanic in the lens of, like, contemporary Christianity. And it's, like, like, not to have a theological discussion on Maine, but, like, you know, anything that's sinful, anything that's of the devil is just stuff that separates you from God. And it's, like like yeah ooh spooky poop pentagrams which is like mm -hmm. whatever satanic but it's like something that's actually going to do me like actual spiritual harm is going to be like you know maybe it's a bad friend maybe it's like a tv show that has nothing to do with magic like mm -hmm. like i remember being 14 and watching the office and like some of the content on it and i was like i don't know if i should be watching this this doesn't seem like spiritually healthy you know yeah so yeah. It's, like, let me read Harry Potter. It's fine. Yeah, like, if there's worse things. I just like Harry Potter. I'm such, like, a sucker for, like, the fantasy world, though. Like, okay, so I don't like creepy things, but I like I do. fantasy I like, things. I like creepy things so you yeah. can like normal things. Okay, because I, gosh, I mean, I, okay, this is super embarrassing. I used to be terrified of, like, Scooby-Doo cartoons. I remember that. <gasps> and I still... To this day, will sprint up my parents' basement stairs when I turn off the light. No shame. I still do it. Your your parents' basement's a little spooky. It is. Like it's like a longer staircase. You like have to sprint up really quick. You know. Your siblings know. sleep down there. I know. I actually used to sleep down there. Yeah, my bed was. I had a bedroom down there for a little while. Yep. It's it's only the space, the pocket of time when you are going up the basement staircase when yeah. hell is open. It's and true. You can be devoured by anything. Like just, if you sleep down in the basement, that's fine. No, yeah, that's fine. If you are in a basement and it is dark, you're on thin ice. Right. But it's still okay. But, it's, but if you are going up the steps and the lights are off, and if you're not you're sprinting, gonna yeah, they're gonna grab your ankles, you know, and drag you down. That's like in my mind. That's what I think. And it's just like I'm a full grown adult. Well, okay, <laughs> to a point, full-grown adult with two full children, you know. You are a fully realized, fully realized human woman. <laughs> that this shouldn't be, you know, an issue anymore, but it is. And that's, I just have to embrace it, and that's just what my routine is going to be when I go up those stairs, because that's how it is. But, yeah. Oh, man. This conversation. Should we talk more about, like, what we do or, like, our, our hobbies or interests. I feel like or that's, that's going to be come. the rest of the podcast for its indeterminable it's gonna, lifespan. Okay, I just going to make and sure. we can encapsulate. This was just kind of, I think, you know, dip our toes in the okay. water. Yeah. I think it's You fun. know, at the end of the day, it's just going to be conversation. But yeah. we are coming up on a 30-minute mark, so I feel oh, like this would be a good opportunity to say, like, okay. at the end of the day, this is just going to be the, the ongoing conversations between two cousins who love each other very mm -hmm. much. Um we would like this to become an advice podcast. So if you have um, if you have any questions, if you have any advice from two wise women such as ourselves um, with very differing uh, life experiences, please send it to uh, SimonSpinster at gmail dot com, and I will set up that email. Yeah, I was like, ooh, we have an this email. is over. I'll <laughs> um, be. Uh, capital S A H M and A and D Spinster S P I N I S T E R. I don't know how to spell S P I N S T E R. We'll, we'll, we'll put in the notes. 
I N S T E R, and we'll probably have to do like a whole. Well, we'll do a whole social media thing. Yeah. Anyway, if you have questions about your life, if there are things that perplex you, mental, emotional, physical, maybe not physical. My mom's a nurse, so I guess you could send physical yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah. I, um, I run. That's about it. Any running uh, injuries? Send it in. We'll help you out. Yeah. Maybe not well, but we'll help but you out. We'll give our input on things. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll give a hot take, uh, the yeah. hottest of takes. Yeah, um, it is October, so probably our next episode might be a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And should we have a what? What should our sign off be? Um, I just I always think of Tata for now. <laughs> Tata for now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, I'm hitting the off button. Okay.